All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another edition of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. I am your host, Anthony Marino, back for our second episode. And first off, want to thank everybody for tuning in to our initial recording that we had last week. Appreciate all the feedback as we get started with the latest podcast as part of buffalorumblings.com. Got a uh, jam-packed show for you today. Really a bunch of different topics that we will talk about. Uh, Some news coming out this week for our Buffalo Bills. And and really that first piece, right, the preseason schedule uh, being announced on Tuesday. And it's always an interesting piece, right, when the preseason schedule does come out for the Buffalo Bills. It's uh, initially fans will get a little bit excited because you're actually getting one step closer to the actual schedule coming out, which is something that everyone likes to analyze when the preseason schedule comes out, really just kind of gives you that indication that, all right, we are one step closer to actually getting the schedule for the upcoming season, which hopefully will be coming out sooner rather than later. So with that, if you hadn't seen it yet, preseason week one, the Buffalo Bills will be hosting the Indianapolis Colts. Preseason week two, traveling down to take on the Carolina Panthers. And week three, traveling to Detroit to take on the Lions. And finally, in preseason week number four, back home against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, the nice piece with that preseason week three game, August 23rd, although it is on the, ro- on the road, it is going to be nationally televised on CBS with an 8 p.m. kickoff as the Bills take on the Detroit Lions. And really in one of those games, that is the extended dress rehearsal, right, for the starters, at least traditionally, that has normally been the case. So when this preseason schedule did come out, you knew there was a few fans that were unhappy and that the two home games were going to be week one and week four of the preseason, because what does that mean? You're probably not going to see the starters play too much. And, and I can understand some of the disappointment that would come out with that. But with that being said, I think when you, you think about going to the preseason games at New Era, right, the, the situation that you're looking at is getting back into your routine, your tailgating spots, seeing those folks that you haven't seen since last season, It's not so much about the product that's on the field. I realize you'd like to see Josh Allen, the other starters, right, the new rookies out there for an extended period of time. But I do think for the most part, again, it's it's just being out at New Era. It's it's being with those individuals and getting back to football. So I realize there was some disappointment when the preseason schedule came out. I think for most fans, usually we save our grumblings for uh, when the actual preseason games are taking place. So with this, uh, the preseason schedule gets us one step closer to the regular season schedule. And obviously, once that breaks, we will have it here for you on breaking Buffalo rumblings. Uh, with that said, some other news that, uh, that took place recently this week was the annual SB Nation NFL blog mock draft. Uh, obviously, plenty of talk about the draft, and we'll talk about it a little bit more in today's show as well. And for fans of the Buffalo Bills, On the clock with the number nine selection, Matt Warren, our editor-in-chief, was making the pick. Dan LaVoy was helping him with the selection, which was a great piece. If you read Dan's work, you know how much he puts into it. Also, Andrew Griffin uh, doing a great work with scouting some of these college players for us here at buffalorumblings.com. And the Buffalo Bills were on the clock at number nine. Uh, Just a quick recap, and you can click on the link in the article here to uh, to see the selection and read the breakdown on it. The Cardinals took Kyler Murray at number one. Nick Bosa went number two to the San Francisco 49ers. At number three, the Jets took Josh Allen out of Kentucky. The Raiders took Quinnen Williams, the defensive lineman out of Alabama. 
The Tampa Bay Buccaneers took Ed Oliver. The Giants took Devin White. The Jaguars took quarterback Dwayne Haskins, an interesting pick there. And the Detroit Lions took Brian Burns, the edge rusher from Florida State. So with that, the pick that the Bills made, again, our our draft experts, uh, selected TJ Hawkinson, the tight end out of the University of Iowa. And if you listened to our first show last week and the mock draft that I went through, uh, TJ Hawkinson was my pick as well. And uh, it was interesting because I thought there might be a, a little bit of a variance here, right? Not everyone coming in in agreement with the number nine overall selection. But it seems like there is a growing consensus, at least amongst Buffalo Bills fans, that TJ Hawkinson can really be that guy for the team at the number nine pick. I've talked about it before on other podcasts, again, on Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. As you look at it, it's not just Hawkinson and his ability as a pass catcher, but it's also his blocking as a complete tight end and what he could mean for the Buffalo Bills offense. So I was really surprised and somewhat excited to see that between uh, Andrew, Dan, and Matt, that they really thought that TJ Hawkinson was the best pick for the Bills. It does seem to be a sentiment that is gaining steam and momentum, not just amongst Buffalo Bills fans, the community here at buffalorumblings.com, but also various members of the media as well, as you see the name of TJ Hawkinson popping up in more and more of those mock drafts. Not to say that there's any inside knowledge or, or speculation that comes with that, but when you think of some of the beat reporters, you know, someone like a Sal Capaccio or a Joe Biscaglia, and they mock a TJ Hawkinson to the Buffalo Bills, you start to think, okay, well, this is what these guys do as far as following this team, looking into what Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott may say in different media availability. So right now, at least between our staff here, there does seem to be some of that consensus that TJ Hawkinson uh, is the man. I would have been curious, and I should catch up with Matt at some point to see what he would have done if Ed Oliver was still on the board. But uh, as he went number five to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this mock, and, and I have this growing suspicion that Ed Oliver is not going to be available at number nine when the Buffalo Bills pick in the 2019 NFL draft. A guy that had just, uh, you know, in some ways was regarded as the number one overall prospect early in the college football season, number one or number two, and now the possibility of him falling to nine. Uh, I'm just not sure if he is going to be there. But TJ Hawkinson, the pick for the Buffalo Bills and the 2019 SB Nation NFL Bloggers Mock Draft. Obviously, uh, again, we've got this article linked in the in the story here. You can find it at buffalorumblings.com. And I would encourage you to, uh, to add your feedback and what you thought the Bills should have done with the number nine selection. So, As we do take a look at this, we are going to take a quick break. I do want to talk to you a little bit more about the draft when we come back here. An interesting topic of discussion came up recently from Joe Biscaglia, as well as John Worrell from the AP, talking about the Buffalo Bills and the potential for them trading up in the first round of the 2019 NFL Draft. I want to share my thoughts. I'd love to get your feedback as well, and I'll be back right after the break. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome back to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. I'm your host, Anthony Marino, here with you, talking everything about the Buffalo Bills. And as we teased before the break, want to talk to you a little bit more about the NFL draft. And I think if you were to ask the majority of Bills fans what they want to do in the first round, if they had the option to trade back, get additional draft picks, many Bills fans would be in favor of making a move such as that. In recent days, the conversation has shifted a bit around 
the Buffalo Bills looking to trade up earlier into the first round of the draft, which is something that at first I think to many Bills fans seemed a little bit foreign. But once it came from uh, John Worrell of the Associated Press, as well as Joe Biscaglia of WKBW, I think it started to lead to a little bit more conversation from Buffalo Bills fans, and it's really what we want to talk about in the second segment of today's podcast. Really, as you do take a look at this, I think so many fans, again, if you were going to poll our readers here at buffalorumblings.com, would you prefer the Bills to trade up or to trade back in the first round of the 2019 NFL Draft? I think the vast majority would suggest that the Bills should trade back maybe get an additional second-round pick, maybe a future first-round pick, whatever it may be, right? But I think for so many Bills fans in, in years past, we've, we've been in that position. The opportunity to trade back is something to stockpile those picks has always been attractive to, to a lot of fans. And, and I'm not quite sure what's always gone into that. I'm not sure if it's just being scarred from the Sammy Watkins trade when the Bills traded a future first-round pick to move up four spots to select him at number four. Uh, if you know fans look at things and say, "Hey, you know, as much as I like Tremaine Edmonds and Josh Allen, trading up to get those two players in the 2018 draft, you know, again, you're you're giving up multiple picks to to move a couple of spots. Is that something you should do?" And it's just a different philosophy, right? That that fans will always have. Well, now you take two trusted reporters again in Biscaglia and Waro who are floating out the idea and not just putting it out there, right, with no basis whatsoever, but that the Buffalo Bills could be in a position to trade up in the first round of the 2019 NFL draft. And at first, my initial reaction was that that's just crazy, right? You look at what the cost is to move up in the first round, again, based on some historical pieces. Are the Bills really willing to part with pick number 40 or even taking it a step further, a future first round pick? to maybe move up four or five slots in the draft to target a player that they like. And as you go through with all of that, you start to think to yourself, and of course it comes down to, well, who is the player? And if you look in the article here, we've got the link to the article, uh, the recent mock draft from Joe Biscaglia, and he has the Bills trading up to number six. And the reason he has them trading up to number six is to guard Quinnen Williams, the defensive tackle from Alabama. Um, you know, you could see in that type of a position, right, where Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott may say to themselves, okay, we need to make a move to get that disruptor along our defensive line, somebody that can, you know, get that push up the middle, compliment Jerry Hughes, all these things that we talk about time and time again. And as you take a look at it, Biscaglia had it as, you know, really moving up again to the number six spot with the New York Giants, uh, receiving the number nine overall pick, the number 74 overall pick, and 147 is the Bills would receive number six overall and 232 overall. So in essence, the Bills would be giving up their first, their third, and a fifth to move up three spots in the first round. I mean, you can throw away the 232nd pick or a seventh round draft pick to me. Uh, the Bills already have two seventh rounders. That's just a, a throw in to make the draft chart work. And, you know, from that standpoint, I stop and I ask myself the question, right, because as you look at things and you think to yourself, okay, is great an addition that Williams would be to the line for the Buffalo Bills? One, is that cost worth it? And for the Bills to move up three spots, again, in essence, their third-round pick and a fifth-round pick. Um, 
you have to ask the question, would that be enough, right, when you look at some of the historical pieces where the Bills have moved up four spots before giving up a future first-round pick? What is that asking price going to look like from the New York Giants? Is there going to be a bit of a bidding war involved? Are there going to be teams that are looking to move up to draft a quarterback, potentially to get ahead of the Jacksonville Jaguars at number seven? Um, So with that said, I, I continue to look at things and think to myself, I don't know if I could justify the Bills moving up in the first round for one of these prospects. And I say that to myself because I have to ask the question and think, is Quinn and Williams that much better than an Ed Oliver? Or if the Bills were to try to move up for a Josh Allen, the edge rusher from Kentucky, you know, is he that much better than a Brian Burns or a Montez Sweat or someone that the Bills may have available to them at the number nine pick? As so much of it comes about, right, and there's always the question of what the draft charts look like, who's available at a certain spot, what kind of a bidding war there is. So there's so many factors that come into play when you talk about a team looking to move up. I guess what I would say to myself is is this. I could get on board with it if the Bills are offering their first-round pick, their third-round pick, and whatever mashup of day three selections that they may want to add to the mix to move up a few spots in the draft if they really want to target a guy that they think is, is the prospect that they want and they are not going to fall to them at number nine. If you start to get into the discussion and thinking to yourself, okay, engaging a future first-round pick or even pick number 40 in the 2019 draft, right, the Bills' second-round selection, that's where I would have to scratch my head, right? Because as you look at that, the depth in the 2019 draft, if you have the number 40 pick, the Bills can very likely be in a position where they could be drafting a starter, right? In many scenarios, we take a look at it. Say if they were to draft TJ Hawkinson at number nine, there's a great group of wide receivers that could be available with pick number 40. There's depth at defensive tackle. Uh, there's even some offensive linemen, right? You think of someone like Chris Lindstrom from Boston College, Adalton Reisner from Kansas State, Eric McCoy from Texas A&M. Guys that could be in the mix at that number 40 pick where the Bills can get a plug-and-play starter at number 40. So, you know, as Biscalia presents this option, right, again, the Bills offering offering the pick number nine, their third-round selection, and one of the two fifth-round selections that they have. If that was the trade-up that the Bills would have, I would be fine with that, right? I'm thinking the third-round pick you know, maybe you get lucky there in a situation that it can be a starter for you or an eventual starter, but it is a little bit more, not to call it a lottery ticket, but not a sure thing like the second round picks are, you know, so with that, if Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott wanted to move up and that was the asking price, I'd be fine with that. If you're talking about more than that, engaging pick number 40 or the 2020 first round draft pick, not something that I think the Buffalo Bills should entertain. Um, With that being said, you talk about the day three picks. From that standpoint, any way that Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, their staff want to package those picks to move up to different areas, uh, maybe within the second round, maybe to the back end of the first round, move around in the third round, I'm all on board with that, right? You think the Bills having 10 draft picks this season, um, they're not rostering all of those players. At least they shouldn't be rostering all of those players. So, As you go through with it, the seventh round picks, obviously you can package as you want. The sixth round pick, I'm fine with. Two fifth 
you know, do what you need to do to make the moves if there's someone that you want to target within the third, fourth, second round, or again, something I think would be music to the ears of Buffalo Bills fans if they were going to package pick number 40, some of those mid-round picks to move back into the latter half of the first round. But again, you need a, a willing team and general manager to participate with, with something like that. So as you go through with it, right, I think you take a look in so many ways. The question I would ask for, for everyone listening to the podcast is, who is a player that you think would be willing to move up for the Buffalo Bills? Quinnen Williams is definitely a guy that stands out as one of those options. As I mentioned before, I don't know if Ed Oliver will be available at pick number nine. And maybe that becomes the player that Sean McDermott looks at and says, that is the missing link to our defensive line to make the number two ranked defense in the NFL in 2018 that much better. So maybe the Bills have to do some packaging to make a move there. But I would love to get your feedback and thoughts on this. If the Bills were to trade up in the 2019 draft in the first round, what your thoughts would be like on that and who would be the prospect that you think they should make a move to jump up and get to add to that team. And as we have the conversation, right, I tend to think if they are going to trade up, it's only going to be for someone on the defensive side of the ball. They're not going to trade up for a DK Metcalf. They're not going to trade up for TJ Hawkinson with some of the other options that are available in the draft. If they were to move up, it was just a couple of guys. By some chance, if Nick Bosa should start to slide, if Quinnen Williams should start to slide, or again, if they really have their eyes on Ed Oliver, a popular name in other mock drafts for the Bills, right? When someone's picking at number nine and they're going defense, it seems that Ed Oliver is the guy. If someone's picking at number nine and going on offense, it seems that TJ Hawkinson is the fit. Obviously, we've got a couple of weeks left until the first round of the 2019 draft, but there will continue to be plenty of speculation on what the Buffalo Bills should do. I want to thank everybody again for joining us on Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Always appreciate your feedback on the podcast and everything that we've been doing so far. Thank you so much for listening. You can get this podcast at buffalorumblings.com, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you find your podcast. So thanks again for tuning in. We'll check back with you next week. Go Bills.